In my youth, I felt the earth move beneath my feet. I lived in a small town outside of an ever-growing city. I loved it. The sights, the smells, the sounds, all of it. It couldn't have been more different than the metropolis that loomed in the distance, polluting the night sky with its glowing lights. The city had tall buildings that grew into the sky, while we had trees trying their best to keep up. Car horns and screeching tires filled your head while we had crickets singing their songs at night. My parents had bought me there a few times, but I never enjoyed it or felt comfortable there. I wanted to be away from it all, and I was a small town kid, and that was fine with me. I loved the country. No rush hour, no traffic lights, nothing of consequence to the rest of the world ever happened there. There was a large forest behind my house. It was my favorite place to be, and a quick five-minute walk would get me there. It was absolutely beautiful, and the trees had this aromatic scent to them. The sound of nature was everywhere and would rush through your head. From crunchy fall leaves under my feet to the conversations the birds would have, and it was all music to my ears. This was where I wanted to be, and when I was old enough to go alone, I went every chance I could. After school, I would do my homework and beg my mother to go outside and play. She would check over my work and make sure I had no mistakes, and if I had done a satisfactory job, and I would be free. Free from the prison of the inside. Free me from a civilized life and free journey into the wild. I felt at home in the woods. There was nothing for miles around me and I could explore it all if I wanted. I would breathe it all in, hold it inside my lungs and let it out when I was satisfied. My parents never worried about me going into the woods by myself. Our town was small and safe. Everyone knew everyone. No one moved in or out without it being news in our community. My parents were the only ones who knew how I felt about the forest. Never brought it up to my friends or anyone else. It wasn't out of embarrassment, but out of ownership. It was mine, and I didn't want to share it with anyone. My little slice, heaven. When I first started to explore the woods, when I was in middle school, I would just walk around the trees, doing figure eights while picking up sticks. I would take the large ones and dig them into the ground, leaving a trail of spines behind me. I looked for small flowers that would grow in between the cracks where the leaves would let sunlight in. When I needed a break, I would sit on the ground with my back against a tree and just take in the atmosphere, take in the silence, the peace, and the tranquility of it all. I always felt like there was something special about my woods. It was my forest. When I was upset or sad, just being there would have caught me down. Even as I got older, my problems would just disappear as I walked between the trees. With all the time I spent in that forest, I became aware of all the different things going on there, the sounds different animals made, where certain plants liked to grow, and how it all would change with the seasons. 
there was only one thing that ever stood out to me as odd back then. There was this one kind bush that was always a little bit different than the rest. Its leaves didn't change with the seasons, no matter if it was summer, spring, or fall. This bush's leaves always stayed the same. Oddly enough, the leaves had the colors of every season actually. It had the most brilliant greens, dark deep reds, and stunning yellows. There always seemed to be one no matter where I went in the forest, and if I thought I knew where one was, it wasn't there the next time. It had an odd structure. Most trees or shrubs have one main trunk stretching into the ground. This one had four, two towards its back and two in the front. It almost looked like a dog was planted in the ground by its paws, with leaves for fur. The older I got, the more adventurous I became. Instead of just walking around the trees, I began to climb them. I would climb as high as I could, swim on the branch and just look out, enjoying my accomplishment. That was the seed on the branch, and the extension of the tree. Nice to think I was one with the forest. I had climbed and conquered many of these trees, but there was one I could never attempt. It was easily the largest tree in the forest. The branches were long and outstretched in every direction. They were just far enough apart that I couldn't comfortably reach them. I knew one day, when I was older, I would climb it. That tree was my Mount Everest. It intimidated me, but I knew I needed to conquer the best of the forest I had to offer. On my 15th birthday, I finally felt ready for the challenge. That morning, I made up my mind I was going to climb it. I would be the king of the forest. My parents threw me the usual party, friends from school came over and my family followed afterwards. It was fun, but my mind was preoccupied the whole time. After my friends had left, I begged my mother to go outside to play. She kept on saying later, because we had guests over. I was so anxious to get it in that tree. I wanted to feel sap and dirt on my hands. The rest of the day felt as if it was moving in slow motion. By the time all my family said their goodbyes and left, it was late. The sun had set and the moon was illuminating the shadow of the tree line across my backyard. My kitchen faced that way, and I could see the outline of my Mount Everest stretching past all the other shadows. It was taunting me, but I couldn't answer its call. My mother wouldn't let me outside since it was so late. I made plans that night. After school, I was going right out there. When I got home from school the next day, I ran through my house, throwing my backpack down as I went. I yelled to my mom I would be outside in the woods, raced by her. She just laughed and said, okay, and I'll see you soon, as I went out our back door. I jogged my way out into the brush at the edge of the field bordering the woods. I was determined to get in that tree and take on all the space that belonged to me. At the edge of the field was one of those dog bushes. Just like every other time I saw them, it was in a place I hadn't noticed before. I had just assumed that it must have grown in since the last time I was there. The side of it 
felt like encouragement from the woods. It made me feel like not only I could climb that massive tree, that forest itself wanted me to. I moved through the forest quickly and soon arrived at the wooden giant. Just getting to the tree was going to be tricky. I had to jump up and grab a branch to get going as there weren't many strong enough towards the bottom. I went one branch after another, slowly making progress. I was getting higher and higher with each branch I touched. I was so excited that I was finally climbing it even though it was difficult. The branches were spaced out a lot further than the other trees I had climbed but I wasn't going to let that stop me. My adrenaline was pumping and I started to get more confident. My arms and legs started to move at a faster pace as I scaled my way up. Soon, I was at a higher point than I had ever been before. I was so excited with my progress that I had barely noticed how much my muscles were burning. My breath was quick and I needed to stop for a minute to catch it. I pulled myself up to the next branch to sit and as I did, I was able to look over the top of the other trees. The canopies from the top of the forest were mesmerizing. Then it hit me. I pushed it too hard. My head felt dizzy and went light. I tried to hold on, but my limbs were unresponsive. I fell. My body crashed through branches and leaves towards the ground. When I awoke, I was laying at the bottom of the giant tree. I must have passed out while I was falling because I didn't remember hitting the ground. My arms, back, and legs were all cut up from the branches I fell through. My body just ached from hitting the ground. My arm was bleeding some. There was a large splinter in my forearm. I had to have fallen at least 25 feet. I was so sore that I could hardly sit up. I forced myself into my side and up to my knees. As I got up, I looked towards the tree overhead and saw the strangest thing. There were a group of broken branches I had fallen through. They weren't there when I started to climb up the tree. They had more leaves on them than any other of the branches and grew from the tree in strange ways. I couldn't really comprehend everything at the time, but without them, I might have died that day. As I sat there on my knees, trying to pull my thoughts together, and closed my eyes for a few seconds. I knew it was getting late, and even though I knew the woods, I didn't want to be stuck in them at night, injured. When I opened my eyes, I jolted back in shock. One of the dog bushes was right next to me. I felt like it was looking right at me. My heart was racing. There was no way it was there earlier, just like the branches on the tree. And I was backing away from the bush and trying to get back to my feet and for a second, I swore I saw it move. Frozen now, I just stared at it. I was thinking that I must have hit my head. Was I seeing things? Then it moved again. This time, I knew I saw it. The trunks were slowly coming off the ground as if it were walking towards me. I couldn't move. And I was terrified. The bushes was getting closer with every step. Its movement was rigid and brittle but completely silent. It was just inches away from me now. 
Then, a vine came out of the bush, moving up towards me. My body wouldn't move. It was frozen with fear. To my surprise, the vine went up to my arm where the large splinter was, and grasped it and then seemed to almost absorb it, making it a part of itself. Some blood was still on my arm, but there was basically no wound left. It was helping me. I looked at it, what I could only assume was its face, and managed to stutter out, Thank you. The bush moved its head to look at my arm. Its vine wiped the blood off and the most bizarre crackled voice said, Is your skin to keep the world out or your body in? The creature just looked at me curiously, waiting for an answer. I don't... I don't know, I said calmly. I realized I wasn't afraid anymore, and the words came out effortlessly. Something felt safe about that creature in the moment, but I couldn't quite understand what it was. It didn't say anything back. Instead, it turned around and started to run. It ran between and around the trees. It was doing figure eights, just like I used to do when I was younger. The creature came back after a minute. Have you been watching me? I asked. It walked up to me and dug one of its legs into the ground. When it pulled back up, there were just a cluster of flowers, the kind I always looked for. You've been with me this whole time, haven't you? It was almost dusk, and the woods were getting darker by the minute. I knew I needed to go home. I was still in a lot of pain as well, and it would take me longer than usual to get back to my house. Thank you again, I said to the creature, but I have to go home now. It walked with me towards the edge of the woods, but before I even noticed, it was gone. After stumbling through the brush and then the field between the woods and my house, I was exhausted. My mother was waiting for me when I got back. She was telling me how scared she was because the sun was going down and I hadn't returned yet. When she saw I was covering cuts and bruises, she was hysterical. She didn't know how close I was to dying if it wasn't for those branches at the bottom of the tree breaking my fall. I knew what really had saved me and that I was lucky to be alive. After scolding about climbing trees and being told I wasn't allowed to go in the woods anymore, I was bandaged and sent to bed. I never told her about the dog bush. I don't know if I even believed what I saw myself, but if it was real, it was something I wanted to keep to myself. It was my force and my secret. I didn't go back into the woods much after that, partly because of my mother's concern, but mostly I was getting older. I started to play sports in high school, which took up a lot of free time, and I wanted to hang out with my friends more and more. Over the next few years, I would occasionally go for walks in the woods to clear my mind, but nowhere near as much as I used to. When I did, I would always look for the dog bush, but I never saw it. As I grew older, so did my town. The city was outstretching its branches into the suburbs, and the suburbs outstretched its branches into my town. Subdevelopments were popping up all around my small, quiet town, making it busier and busier. By the time I graduated from high school, there were so many new houses being built, and the new people followed. 
for the first time, you could go into town and not know someone's name. By this point, it had been almost a year since I was in my woods. I hadn't thought too much about going there as I was getting ready for college and planning on moving away from my town. I had heard around town that the housing units being built around the area were running into some problems. There were snakes in the basements. The fish that were in man-made lakes were dying out. Wolves were being spotted all over the place, causing some construction workers to refuse to work. I had spent so much time of my childhood in these woods and never saw any of the kinds of things people were gossiping about. Soon, I was going to be leaving this place. Even though I felt I had grown out of this little town, I wouldn't have wanted to grow up anywhere else. On one of my last days before going off to college, I woke up and peered out towards the woods. I thought about all the great times I had out there and about all the great trees that I was never able to climb. I was taller and a lot stronger than when I was 15. I knew I had to go see it one last time and maybe even try to get up into it again. A last farewell to the greatest rival I knew growing up, to my childhood, to my woods. They were my life for so long. I needed to say goodbye to it all, the sights, the smells, the sound. I made my way out my back door. I walked through the field and into the brush at the edge of the woods. This place was my second home, the one place that I could escape reality. So many amazing memories came flooding back as I walked into the forest. I was giddy with excitement and there was a skip in my step. I had missed being here and realized that I shouldn't have stayed away for so long. As I cleared the tree line and made my way up into the woods, a strange feeling came over me. Everything felt different than it used to be. The air was moist and heavy. It reeked of rotting debris. Each step I took made me feel uneasy. It felt like a stranger in my house. It was as if I was trespassing. This didn't feel like home. Cautiously, I kept on walking towards the great tree. As I approached it, the hairs on the back of my neck began to stand on edge. There was a dog bush next to it, but it looked dried out and sickly. There were no leaves left on it, revealing a tangled, gnarled body. And it was so sad to see it like that. I used to look so vibrant and lively. The memories of the day I had tried to climb the tree all those years ago crept into my mind. I hadn't thought about it in so long, and I still wasn't sure if everything that had happened that day was real or not. I looked around and saw that many of the trees were devoid of branches and leaves. It wasn't the same. Something had changed in the forest. I could see houses through the back of my woods. I had never been able to see the past the trees before. I had to sit down. This wasn't how I remembered this place at all. It felt alien and different. A chill creeped through my body, as sharp as wind could cut through the air. The dead dog bush began to shake. It moved violently. Dark soil and dirty water began to be absorbed into it through its roots. I was stunned and couldn't move as I watched the transformation take place. Grayson Grimm encompassed it, forming a large body. 
the bush became a filthy shadow of itself. In front of me was a pure black beast. It was muscular and intimidating. Finally, the torrent of the wind and debris stopped. I sat completely quiet, shaking in fear. Two red slits popped open on its head, revealing devilish eyes. The shadow pulled its legs from the ground, leaving muddy holes on the forest floor. It inched forward like it was a lizard. Teeth began to show below its eyes. They were sharp and jagged, as if they were bark that had been torn off the side of a tree. I was quivering in terror at the sight. I had come to love this place, and now I just wanted to be out of it. I wanted to go home. A long red snake came out of its mouth between its horrendous teeth. It was licking around as if it was its tongue. I tried to pull myself up to my feet, but I kept slipping on the dead leaves. The monster began to creep towards me. Its movement was menacing and unnatural. Sounds began to escape its mouth, as if it were speaking in tongues. It sounded like a demon. The more I heard it, the more I began to understand it. A ghastly whisper caught my ear. I realized that the sound wasn't coming from its mouth, but from the forest around me. A gust blew from the woods, and I heard it in the wind, what it was saying. Use your skin to keep the word out or your body in. It clicked in my head. It was the same creature from all those years ago. I tried to reason with it. I screamed, This isn't you. We know each other. You saved me when I fell out of the tree. Don't you remember? Nothing I said seemed to calm it. It just inched closer and closer. The shadow spoke. I am a flame. I am a forest fire. It continued to speak in savage tongues, whispering straight into my ear. I will emerge from the hills. I am an avalanche. I am a landslide. I am unchained. I have been awoken. I will unleash. The beast let out a roar that shook me to my core. How could this magical place of my childhood turn so evil, so disgusting? I got up to my feet. My legs finally started to move. The monster pinned back its ears and let out a roar. I had to get out of there. It screamed at me as I made my way towards the clearing. Stone by stone, I'll tear it all apart. It echoed through my mind. The monster repeated it again, even louder this time. Stone by stone, I'll tear it all apart. Birds flew out of the trees as the branches began to shake. I ran. I had never run so fast in my life. I broke through the edge of the forest, out of the field, and sprinted as fast as I could towards my home. I was gasping for air by the time I reached my house. I slammed the door shut behind me and fell into the ground with my back against it. Tears welled up in my eyes. I had lost face in my memories and felt hollow inside. The forest was afraid of dying, just as I had been. The brambles of my childhood were gone. The forest's skin was trying to keep out the world. Thank you guys for listening to the story for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this story.
Now, huge thanks to the Redditor U slash Emerald Blades 627 for this amazingly well written story, and I enjoyed narrating it. Thank you, Emerald Blades, for allowing me to narrate your story. Anyways, I'll see you guys in the next story, so don't forget to sit back, relax, and indulge in fear.